Well. Here we are. Can you hear that sound? Do you know what that sound is? It's a car engine. That's right, I'm back in the car. I'm back in the car. Because that's where the heart of this show is. It didn't feel right out of the car. So I'm back in the car. I'm going to give you a moment just to kind of jig with joy or whatever little bit of happy processing you need to do there. And wrap it. So, yes, this is What's the Go. Uh, This is Stu. And look, I'm going to ask myself a few questions here at the start. Have I, do I know what I'm going to talk about today? No, I don't. Have I consumed much sport content this week? Not a lot. Does that mean that you're not going to really have a lot of sports stuff to talk about, Stu? Yes, it does. Well, what the fuck are you doing a sport podcast for then if you haven't got much to talk about it by way of sport, Stuart? Well, because I said I would. I said I would do this regularly, and now I need to stick to it. Now, is it my fault that this sport podcast doesn't have a lot of sport to talk about in it this week? Yeah. Is it going to be interesting, people? Fucked if I know. Why do you keep asking me these questions? I, I I don't know. I doubt it. It seems unlikely that people are going to find this interesting. Do they fucking ever is the question, I guess. Okay, I've lost track now of who of the question asking is Stu and the answering is Stu because it's just getting upset. But you get where I'm coming from. I'm in a car. I said I'd do a podcast episode. So now I'm just talking shit while I'm driving around. You know? And it's a bit sad. It is. You know, if that questioning stew were to come back, he'd probably say something like, you know, is it a bit fucking lame that you're driving around a car by yourself doing a podcast where you don't actually have any content? You haven't even got a co-host. You haven't even got a co-host who's uh, speaking to you. We're at number five, by the way, on that, if you keep in tally. Number five, fifth time, uh, I said he said I'd get a call, and fifth time he did not call. So that's number five. Maybe write in on the socials, do I keep trying, or do I give up? Uh, anywho's. Cricket, eh? Did you see... That test match, I (laughs) couldn't believe that for a significant part of the last day, there was a real threat that they could go, fuck this for a joke, and actually start chasing that total. Actually start chasing that total. Um, I I, I don't know, like, I've swung both sides of this since then because obviously they made the choice just to 
stay in and play for the draw. But was that the right call? Should they have had a fucking crack? There's one more test. So it's either the results are either going to be 1-0 to one of the sides or 0-0. I really think if you're Pakistan and this is the first test series with Australia and Pakistan for 20-something years and you have something in front of you that would be an all-time world record run chase and you're in a position where, you know, maybe it is 50-50, but fuck me. Like, sometimes you just got to look history in the face and say, what up, cunny? You looking at me? So, look, I, I think... Yeah, I'm disappointed they didn't go for it, but, you know, another part of me goes, look, you look pretty fucking stupid if you went for it, got all out, and just handed Australia a victory, so, huh, all right. Well, this is accidentally sport-related, but there looked like somebody on a bike next to me who looked like Nova Paris Kneebone, so... There you are, there's your sport content. Uh, it isn't her, but it looked like her, and I think that's a happy enough coincidence to include it as a bit of sport content. What do you think? And yes, I have gone into the area that I always got annoyed at, which was pointing things out that you can't see from the car, but these are fucking desperate times, people. These are desperate times. Okay, there they are. Yep, uh, yep. It's definitely not Nova Paris Kneebone. Kneebone. That's... Have there been any other famous Kneebones? So, there's just... There has been some pretty hard-to-watch cricket last two tests. Um, I don't know if I... Does anyone have any faith that the third test pitch is not going to be a road? God, I I hope so. There's got to be... There's got to be a bit of juice in it. There's got to be a bit of something in it. What about poor old bloody Swepo? He had one wicket in that test... Bold what, 70-odd overs? Got tonked a bit? Not a lot, but a bit. He's kind of got... Although, you know, the, I think the bright side of that, the silver lining to that is... He does have Warney-esque figures. From Warney's first test, where he got one for a fucking wads. And that's that's what Swepson's got. So, you know, that gets referenced wryly when people are talking about warning about his debut test. He he came from a very, you know, humble beginning with those figures. Um, so Swepson is in that bucket too. So that's the way I'd be looking at it. And you know what? I find it hard to get inside a ranger's mind sometimes. But I wouldn't be surprised if that was just the, you know, however many days till the next test, let's say five I would just be Andrew McDonald in his ear, Swepo's ear. Just go, mate. That's Warney territory, those figures. That's early Warney, that's first S Warney territory. That's all you gotta think about. 
maybe a few less full tosses. You can think about that as well, but that's a side thought to the Warner Territory thought. Now, five days might be a long, like, that's quite a chunk of time to dedicate to, oh, yeah, yeah, they're similar figures, okay, that's interesting. But, you know, you can get into a real loop with these things, and sure, it might drive you a little bit mad, but maybe that helps. I feel a little bit like uh, Bill Burr doing this. This is how Bill Burr must feel when he's just ranting to himself into a recorder. Now, I'm not comparing myself to Bill Burr because he's funny and has a following. Um, but this is uh, uh, it is a bit of an odd feeling. Maybe I should just go, the fucking Oilers? Huh? Um, maybe that'll get me into some sort of Burr territory myself. Tom Brady, what the fuck? You can't be retired a month without going back on it. Like, when is enough enough for this cunt? Sorry for the the rudeness, but... Mate! You had a big swan song. You went out. A big deal was made. What the fuck are you back after a month for? Is this a G-up? And honestly, how do you feel if you're his family? He is home a month and he goes, you know what I need? I need to be away for a significant part of the year. Uh, This is, I I, I need to keep doing that. I, I I know things are tough economically at the moment, but you're Tom Brady. If you... If you can't live comfortably after what you've done, fucking hell. You, you, you go, oh, look, you know, inflation. I better go play another 16 seasons. Uh, I, I don't like that. And, you know, again, questions Stu might come in and say, well, who gives a flying fuck about that? Whether you like it or not. And obviously, but that's what podcasting is, you idiot, question stew. I'm going to fire back at question stew. Podcasting is just people giving their worthless fucking opinions. What else is it for? It was invented by boring white men who want to sit around and give their pointless opinion on shit. I'm being true to the origins and the form of podcasting. By being a boring white man giving a pointless fucking opinion. I think I've forgotten what it was. Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. No. <laughs> I, I, I just, I can't hack. If you don't know if you want to retire, don't fucking go through the whole big ceremony of retiring a month. One month. Oh. And this is how I sound not really giving a shit about NFL. Imagine if I followed the sport and cared about it. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, goodness. Oh, oh, it's got me all gassy now. That's how upset I am. Probably that uh, Pepsi Max I had as well. Might have something to do with it. A 
feel this podcast is distinctly lacking in lawn bowls updates. So, yeah, let's let's see what we can do to make that a regular thing. Does anyone out there want to be the lawn bowls correspondent? Uh, reach out to the socials. But don't reach out to the socials. Reach out on the socials. The socials aren't beings that can answer you. But I am. I am a lonely being waiting for someone to reach out on the socials about lawn bowls or anything. It doesn't have to be lawn bowls, really. Uh, if you have a, an opinion, and you don't even have to be a boring white person, if you've just got an opinion and it's pointless, I want to hear it and I want to yell it on the podcast over the top of this engine noise. Because I assume that this is how I'm going to keep doing this now. I, um, I'm back to having a long commute. And I'm uh, pretty fucking over it. I could listen to music. Or I could listen to other podcasts. Or I could, be a, I could rant like a madman into my phone. say shout out to my brother David in hospital who typically being a very weird man has a very weird and sudden ailment that he has to spend a couple of days in hospital dealing with Um, and so I think he might listen to this because the only way I can get him to listen to anything of mine is if he is he if he is forced to stay in a bed for three days so um shout out to you david please don't die i don't like your friends i don't want to have to go and talk to them about what's happened to you this taxi couldn't pick a line lane to save himself hey pick a fucking lane he was about 80 fucking hell if that this is and I don't know I don't want to offend anybody out there but whenever I feel a little bit like fuck my job's hard fuck I like is all this effort and stress really worth it and I was thinking that the other day and then I pulled up at the lights next to an old bloke driving Uber a fat old bloke driving Uber and he just looked so sad and anytime I start thinking oh shit there's so much pressure on me there's so much I have so much to do there's so like are they going to like what I'm doing are they going to like how I've said like, all that stuff I, I, I should just think back to the sad look on that fucking Uber driver's face Uber driving's not hard you know there's not, not any stress about getting all the work done or anything. You just drive around and hope people give you a good review. So, look, I... <laughs> but it's certainly... Uh, he certainly looked upset. Anyone drive Uber or taxis out there? Tell me. Is it an upsetting profession? I would imagine the more 
kind of curious and vivacious and people persons out there would quite like the idea of having, you know, interacting with people in a personal space every day for, like, meet new and interesting people, have interesting chats. You'd be really get a kind of flavour of the spectrum of society, uh, the range of uh, opinions and views out there. That must be interesting. But you'd also get some real fuckers in there who are annoyed the shit out of you. So, yeah, interesting. I keep saying, you know, right into the socials or whatever. One person's done it once. So I don't know why I bother. But, you know, you live in hope, I guess. Like, I'm living in hope right now that an interesting thought about sport that isn't just a, me yelling about something stupid comes into my mind. It may, it may not. I don't know. I'll tell you what I do know, though, and that's... Because I had been working from home for so long, now that I'm back commuting and being in the office a few times a week, and there's not many great food options around the office that are, like, close... So, I've been eating a lot of shit. By that, I mean I've been skipping lunch. And then when I'm on my way home, being so hungry that I keep ducking into fucking fast food joints. And it's really not that good. I had a galo today, which, to be fair, is probably the best of the bunch. Um, It's... Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what Ogalo is, it's like early days of Porto's when Oporto's was good. If you remember that, if you're of my vintage, you will. Um, yeah, but, you know, there's been a couple of Hungry Jacks, there's been a KFC or two. I never eat KFC. And I've eaten it, I've eaten it twice in the last fucking six weeks. And it's, it's, I will never eat the chicken. I will never get a bucket of chicken. I will never get a bucket of chicken. Eating the actual pieces of chicken make me want to vomit right now. I will get a fillet burger. I feel that, yeah, uh, I feel that's okay. It's hard to fuck up a fillet burger. It's easier to fuck up those fucking chicken pieces being too greasy or undercooked or fucking grey or old or whatever they are sometimes. I did enjoy my original burger, fillet burger. So, I think me not thinking ahead and planning lunches and taking lunches has actually put me back on the path of enjoying that kind of food. And that's not good. That's not where I want to be because at the start of the year, I was losing weight and now I sure as fuck am not. Um, yeah. So I've, had, I've been extremely busy with work. Extremely busy. 
um, working long hours. It's it's kind of like a startup. So you work long hours because you know you want it to succeed, and you want, and that's just how it fucking is. And if you don't like it, then stiff shit. You shouldn't have signed up. But I'm exercising less and putting myself in a position where I need to eat quickly mid-afternoon when some like, other stuff's not always open. Cafes and stuff sometimes shut by two or three or whatever. So I'm putting myself in a position where, yeah, I am eating this stuff and liking it too, which is the bad thing. Hungry Jack's not so much. Hungry Jack's has gone fucking downhill a long way since I last I ate it regularly, which was a long time ago. Like, when the, the first day when I skipped lunch and it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock and I was going to head home and I went, I've not eaten anything, I'm so hungry, and there was a Hungry Jack's just there. And I went... Ah, fuck it. I haven't had this in a long time. Treat yourself to a Bacon Deluxe. Now, Bacon Deluxe used to be the shit. And now it's the saddest, floppiest little thing. And the bacon looks like... Well, it looks and tastes like ham. It is... And it's just some small, round thing that clearly is so processed it's just perfectly round (laughs) I just have one of those moments when you suddenly just stop and think about what you're talking about and what your situation is I'm in a car yelling about how bacon deluxe burgers aren't as good as they used to be fuck me Dan what am I doing here I'll tell you what I'm doing here I said I would do it so that's why that's why I'm driving home after a hard day at work yelling about bacon deluxe burgers anyway that's a personal battle I have to fight now because you know I can form habits easily uh, too fast too easily so it's all it's almost too easy to go alright well I'll skip lunch and then just get something shit on my way home but no I need to I need to plan and pack lunches so yeah why am I telling you this fuck if I know because I've got nothing else to say anyway fuck Tom Brady I think that's what I'm trying to say We'll be right back after this message. It all started more than 20 years ago, when many of us were still pups. Two big men, though one was small in stature, gave birth to the Winfield Cup. Since that time, there have been many who played the game to the end. They played it tough, but they played it fair, and walked off the field as friends. That's what the big game's all about. Giving it all you know Giving it your best shot Cause there are no second prizes You're a winner 
Uh, welcome back. So, so you're never going to believe it. I was driving along in the brake, in quotation marks, um, just, you know, gathering my thoughts such as they are. Um, or when I say gathering my thoughts, looking for some fucking thoughts. And who should be by the side of the road hitchhiking but respected broadcast rugby league commentator Ray Warren. Now, can you believe it? That's the weirdest thing. But I thought, fuck it, I'll pick him up. He's here right now. Rabs, uh, say hello to everyone. Oh, thanks very much. I'm glad to be here in the car. I thought I might be there with my thumb stuck out forever. Rabs, I, I know, I, I, I for one, were very surprised that you were hitchhiking, but I'm sure a lot of people would be surprised. Do you, do you, what, what are you hitchhiking for? Surely you've got a car or at least someone will drive you around? I don't rightly know if I'm honest with you. I mean, I sometimes just do things for the fun of it. You know, I'm getting on in years and uh, you just got to sometimes live life and say, it's a hitchhiking kind of afternoon. Let's get out there. Let's get the thumb warm and let's just see what happens. Yeah, absolutely, Raps. I I agree with that 100%. And is it... Equally bizarre, I mean, I've talked to you on this show before, uh, and you seemed a little bewildered about what a podcast was, so is it a bit weird to step into someone's car and then them immediately put you on a podcast? Well, I'll tell you something about that. When I I used to uh, get a lift with Fiaty, he would always, you know, uh, stick a microphone in my face while he was trying to drive. And I just think he was trying to practice his interview technique. But uh, I tell you what, it didn't make for a comfortable ride because, you know, he was too focused on his microphone technique to uh, keep his hands on the wheel and, and, and his focus forward. So I would have to say, listen, Fiatty. I'd love to help you out. I really do, but uh, I'd like to live primarily. So can we just do the mic stuff afterwards? Yeah, well, that's that's actually very interesting to hear. Like, I never suspected that Fatty was, you know, professional enough to want to keep working on his technique and work on improving, but obviously he was. Uh, uh, and... and that's that's really good because I mean you know a lot of people see Fatty as just a bit of a buffhead who was there just to say whatever random stuff popped into his head some you know banal colloquial some banal slang or colloquialism col- col- colloquialism thank you Rabs yes um, that popped into his head but it really sounds like he was interested in yeah, getting his technique down yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I mean, I am retiring. I'm, I'm very slowly fading away into the distance in the, in the old uh, Channel 9 commentary box. So <laughs> I got to make sure everyone's as good as they can be. Yes, Rabs, and that is that is sad. I mean, this it's a little hard to process, really, and that you're not there for every game. And, in fact, we've reached the point now where 
you kind of... The, I mean, the line that we got told at the start of the year was you would just pick whatever games you, f- you felt like doing. Like, what the fuck is that, honestly? Like, how... how, how if you're there because viewers love you, how are they meant to know when to look forward to you? Are you just going to pop up randomly like some night and all of a sudden there's Rabs there? Yeah, look, I've, I've become something of a prima donna and you don't have to swear, by the way. You just said fuck before. I'm not sure I'm a fan of that. But, but look, I think I, I have become something of a prima donna and I am actually just going to say, listen, Channel 9... I'm not feeling it today. I don't know that I can get in there and uh, and give the big ones. So get one of those other losers to do it instead, and then maybe I'll think about next week. That's a little ha- hard for their planning, though, Raps, don't you think? Like, it's, it's hard to do rosters up working like that. I couldn't give a shit, Stuart. I'll, I'll be honest with you. That's their problem. I'm just an old bastard with a big voice who... Uh, who <laughs> just feels like doing what the hell he wants, I'll be honest with you. Ah, uh, fair enough, Rabs. All right, well, uh, you know, before we go, I haven't actually asked you where you're going, but, that you know, you haven't told me either, so I suspect you just want to sit in a car for a while, so that, that suits me fine. Um, should we talk a little bit of rugby league? Yeah, sir, I think that's a good idea. I'm still not 100% sure what a podcast is, but if uh, if it's, uh, if people are hearing what I think out there, then that's fine by me. All right, Rabs. Well, you just chime in when you feel like it, but uh, there was a very interesting first round of rugby league, a couple of upsets in the NRL. Uh, Roosters certainly... Uh, going down to the Knights by, you know, double digits. I think that was probably a surprise to everyone. I, uh... I had Knights, um... as my, uh, wooden spooners, to be honest. But, uh, I think everyone's big concern about the Knights was the halves. Um, and Clune and Clifford played... Brilliantly. Yes, uh, I think the rep, I think the Roosters probably have a bit of improvement to do, and uh, and people forget that Sam Walker and and Kiri haven't really played together a while. You need some time to make those combinations. So while it was a pretty disappointing effort, I don't think you can write the Roosters off just yet. No, no, that's absolutely right, Rabs. Um, and so Roosters have to play Manly this week. Um, both of them coming off losses. Manly's probably not as surprising as the Roosters, but um, one of these teams has to be uh, two losses from two rounds at the end of this game. Who do you think? Who, who do you like between Manly and Roosters? Uh, I really can't say. Like I like Manly. But that's probably more to do with the fact that I just like saying the word meowly. I can really get my lips around it and my tongue and get in there and say meowly. All right, well, that's, it. you know, I think that's probably as fair a comment as any. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's some rumors going around about the Cowboys and, and friction between Peyton 
and Taumalolo. There's also, um, you know, there's also some rumours that Taumalolo doesn't get on with Holmes. What do you? What's your take on the Cowboys? I mean, they they paid that ten million dollar contract for ten years for Taumalolo. We're only halfway through it, and things are things are not going well. Is it simply a sign that that kind of contract is just stupid, or is it a sign that you know uh, maybe it's Peyton, maybe? You just got a coach and a player who can't work together, or is it because you know, as good as I think Peyton is, he's still a relative rookie coach. He still hasn't necessarily proved himself all that much. So, is it a case of he just doesn't know how to get the best out of Talmalolo and how best to use him? Because uh, I mean, to be honest, it is hard to. Like, it's hard to be an 80-minute forward in this game. Taumalolo insists that he wants to be on the field for whole 80 minutes, but that's a lot of wear and tear. If you've got if you've got a 10-year contract with someone, are you going to play him for 80 minutes every game and absolutely grind them down in, like within the first half of that contract? That's a very long-winded question, Stuart. It didn't seem to be uh, like it was going to end any time. Uh, I, I, I started forgetting what you were talking about at the start by the middle, and certainly by the end I'd forgotten, because that question went for a good fucking two minutes. Sorry to swear, but, uh, you know, time's precious when you're my age, and that, was, that question was just ridiculous. So I'll answer it in this way. If uh, if if Tiamololo doesn't uh, play 80 minutes, that's much less chances for me to say Tiamololo. You know, and one of the reasons why I mean well, that that's the kind of thing that would make me tell Channel Nine, hey, I'm ready to kill this week. Is when I get those players, I can really give a really good, good bit of energy behind. Tiamololo is one of them. There's nothing that gives me greater joy than seeing a big unit run onto the ball so I can go, Chiamalawa! And uh, you've got to give it the big wah on the end. Uh, all right, Rabs. Well, look, uh, not too sure where you want to go, but I reckon I've had enough of you, so uh, I'm going to pull over up here. Uh, just before I do, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Thank you for listening. And, uh, Rabs, get out. Uh, thanks very much. Coincidentally, this is exactly where I wanted to get out. So, <laughs> you're not hurting me at all, even though I think you wanted to. Uh, fuck you, Stuart. And, uh, goodbye, everyone, whoever the fuck you are listening to this. I don't know how you're listening. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I am just at that stage where I do not give a fuck. So fuck you all, and goodbye.